Well, hello, everybody. This is Kay with Encouragement Fuel for the Journey. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving yesterday with families and friends. Um, We always have something to be thankful for, right? So I pray that you had an attitude of gratitude as we should every day. We should be thankful. But especially on this day, I hope you were able to get with your family and get with your friends and and be thankful together. So I want to go into this podcast. Of course, I'm always excited about the word of God. And on last week and in last week's podcast, I said that we would be exploring three practical ways or ways that we can renew your mind. Last week, we spoke a little bit about why the word of God. And this week, we're going to talk about how to renew your mind in the word of God. We know that it's going to take a renewed mind to be uh, victorious in this life. So I want to talk to you about, as always, I want to remind you and open up with this, that this is the year of the open door. So what we must begin to posture ourselves to go through the open door. And it is my hopes, it's my belief and my prayer that as you listen to these podcasts, that you are being strengthened and renewed in your mind in the word of God, so that you can begin to posture yourself to go through the open door. I promise you, God has an agenda for you this year. And and just in life, God does have an agenda. God's agenda requires an open door. The open door requires obedience and obedience requires alignment. Alignment requires that you shift. So we're going to make the shift and we're going to make the alignment, everything we need to do to be in a posture, to walk through that open door as God opens those doors for us in this season. Oh, I'm so excited about that. So let's go right into the word. Let's talk about three practical ways to renew your mind. And we're going to go over quite a few scriptures today. Um, And of course, this is surface level. There's so much um, to this topic of renewing your mind. And of course, there's only so much I can give you in a podcast, but I'm going to do my best to at least um, make it practical so that you can begin to learn how to renew your mind in the word of God. So fuel point number one is to recognize. Oh, yeah. Write that down. Recognize. So think about what you're thinking about. God gave me that a while back. So to recognize is simply to think about what you are thinking about. And you can, in fact, do that. So watch this. You may have heard this before, this quote. Watch your thoughts because they become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character. And watch your character because it becomes your destiny. Oh, glory to God. What a a thought-provoking quote, right? That is so powerful and it's so true. So let's look at the word. You know, we have an adversary. Oh, yes, we do. And according to John 10 and 10, the adversary comes to kill, steal and destroy. But Jesus says that he comes to give life and give life more abundantly. So the only way to handle some challenging situations and some battles that we're facing and the things that we go through um, and the enemy wants to come and and discombobulate us and irritate and agitate us and, and inside of many situations situations is is the only way we're going to be able to handle these things is to maintain a renewed mind. That's how we're going to handle it is to make sure that our mind is stayed renewed in the word of God. Romans 12 and two in the Amplified Classic says this, do not be conformed to this world, this age fashioned after and adapted to its external superficial customs, but be transformed, changed by the entire renewal of your 
your mind, not just partial, but entire by its new ideals and new attitudes so that you may prove for yourselves what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God, even the thing which is good and acceptable and perfect in his sight for you. So watch this. Unless you learn to renew your mind, you can easily find your thoughts and mindsets and perspectives coming into an alignment with this world's view. And I'm going to say that again, unless you learn to renew your mind, you can easily find your thoughts, your mindset, your perspectives coming into alignment with this world's view. But God wants your thoughts, your mindset, and your perspective to come in alignment with the God, with God's word view. Oh, I need someone to hear me. So you need to make sure that you are aligned with God's word and not aligned with this world's view. And that's going to come through renewing your mind. So watch this. This is very intentional and it's a purposed action. You're doing this on purpose. You're doing it uh, intentionally. You're renewing your mind. Proverbs 23, 7 says, for as he thinketh in his heart, so is he. What are you thinking about? What are you thinking about as you're driving down the street, as you're going to work, as you're going to the market, as you're going to the store? And sometimes if we're not careful, our mind could just drift off and we're thinking we could be thinking and worrying and be having fearful thoughts and thoughts of anxiety, anxious thoughts. And you have to begin to stop and pay attention what you're thinking about. And so it will take discipline, right? To learn to control what you're thinking about. And according to the word of God, though, you've been given the ability to do this. Yes, you have. You can discipline yourself so that you can pay attention to what you're thinking about. And let's look at the scripture, 2 Timothy 1 and 7, again, the Amplified Classic. It says, for God did not give us a spirit of timidity, of cowardice, of a uh, craving and cringing and fawning fear. But he has given us a spirit of power and of love and of a calm and well-balanced mind and discipline and self-control. So do you hear that? So, so, so do you hear that you have the ability to operate in self-control? You have the ability to discipline yourself, to train yourself on what you think about. But first you have to recognize what you are thinking about. That comes first, recognizing what you are thinking about. So watch this. Uh, sorry about that. Lost my place. So what do you so what do you do when, when you find yourself thinking about anxiety and worry and fear and those type of things? Again, I mentioned that just before you're going to have to learn to identify. What am I thinking? Why am I thinking about this? Why am I mulling this over and over again? Why am I thinking these fearful thoughts? Once you uh, recognize what you're thinking, it's going to begin to take us into fuel point number two, replacing. So you're going to first recognize it right? Or think about what you're thinking about, and then you're going to replace it. Another word that God gave me a while ago for replace is you got to flip that thought. Yeah, you got to flip it, flip that thought. Or another word you can use is exchange. You have to exchange the thought. So let's take a look at how we do this. Second Corinthians 10 45 says this for the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ and, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Did you hear that? Look at the power and the authority 
and the discipline you have to literally cast down those thoughts that don't align with the word of God. You have to know what um, aligns with the word of God and what doesn't align with the word of God. And you just kind of know, right? Fear doesn't align with the word of God. So, so, so flipping or exchanging your thoughts will require you to know the word. To know the word requires you to read and study the word so you will know what to replace the negative thought with. Right. So if you know that fear is not coming from God, it's not coming from the word, then you have to replace fear with what God says. Well, first of all, we just read that God did not give you a spirit of of fear. He did not give you a spirit of timidity. He did not give you a, a cowardice spirit, but he gave you power, love and a sound mind. So if you're thinking fearful thoughts, you need to stop that thought, capture that thought. Pull that thought down and say, wait a minute, I'm going to replace this with the word of God. God, I thank you that you've given me, you've not given me fear, but you've given me power. You've given me love and you've given me a sound mind. So I'm going to think on those thoughts that are conducive to a sound mind. Those things that are lovely, those things um, that are pure, those things that God says about your situation. One of the things he says is that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but he said, I will deliver them out of them all. So instead of being anxious and fearful um, because you're going through, just think on God. I thank you that you're going to deliver me out of them all. I thank you that I'm not fearful because you didn't give me a spirit of fear. So I resist fearful thoughts. I thank you that I trust you today, Father. So I'm taking that thought captive. I'm pulling it down and I'm replacing it with the word of God. So you got to get into a habit of learning how to replace those thoughts that don't line up with the word of God with thoughts that do line up with the word of God. It's important to say, uh, what God says about us and about our situations. Second Corinthians two sixteen says this for who hath known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ. Oh, glory to God. So now this doesn't mean that we are all knowing or all supreme, but having the mind of Christ simply means that you are bringing your thoughts in alignment with the living word of God. You are making a deliberate choice to think, Think what he thinks about you according to the word. Oh, glory to God. You know, you may have thoughts about yourself that makes you feel like you're a nobody or that you're not good enough. But but the word of God says that you're the head and not the tail, that you're above and not beneath. It goes on to say that you're a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. So you have to learn to pull those negative thoughts down, those self um, uh, defaming thoughts down and you begin to place, replace that with what God says about you, with what God word says about your circumstances. And that's how you begin. You begin to practice this, identify those thoughts, then begin to exchange or flip those thoughts in what the word of God says. Come on. This is very practical. That means you're going to have to put boots to the ground. You're going to be, uh, you're going to have to begin to do the work, do the work inside of the word of God. Glory to God. His word cannot reach term void, but it will accomplish what it is sent to do. It is powerful. It is active and it is for you. It is a weapon. Glory to God. It's a living word. Glory to God. So begin to say what he says about you. According to the word, begin to say what he thinks about your circumstances or what he says about your circumstances, according to the word of God. And finally, fuel point number three, uh, a practical way. And they all kind of go together of um, renewing your mind is reset, reset. You have to reset your mind. Romans 8, 5 through 7 says, for those who, uh, according to the flesh um, and are controlled by its unholy desires, set their minds 
on and pursue those things which gratify the flesh. But those who are according to the spirit and are controlled by the desires of the spirit, set their minds on and seek those things which gratify the Holy Spirit. So my question to you today, dear ones who are listening, are you controlled by your flesh or are you controlled by your spirit? Because oftentimes when you're controlled by your flesh, you'll begin to think of those fleshly carnal things. But when you are controlled by the Holy Spirit, you begin to think on those things according to the word of God. Now, verse six goes on to say, now the mind of the flesh, which is a sense and reason without the Holy Spirit is death, death that comprises all the miseries arising from sin, both here and hereafter. But the mind of the Holy Spirit is life and peace, both now and forever. Ever. That is because the mind of the flesh is carnal thoughts and purposes are hostile to God, for it does not submit itself to God's law. Indeed, it cannot. I need someone to really just listen to me and really uh, just uh, lean in right here. So, watch this. It's the word of God is telling us here that um, the mind of the flesh, the carnal mind, is hostile to God. So, do you know that when you're thinking fearful thoughts and thoughts of anxiety and anxious thoughts, that those thoughts are hostile? hostile to God. Why are they hostile to God? You say, because they don't line up with God. They don't agree with God. Hostile uh, or fearful, anxious, worrying, um, angry thoughts. All those thought thoughts are literally coming against the very word of God. So it's so important that you recognize the thoughts that are not in alignment with the word of God and you reset your mind. In other words, you set. I love it because it says um, not only set your mind, but uh, let it stay set or continuing setting. Let's let's look at it closer in, in Colossians 3 and 3. It says, if then you have been raised with Christ to a new life, sharing his resurrection from the dead, aim at and seek the rich eternal treasures that are above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God and set, there goes that word again, set your minds and keep them set on what is above the higher thing. Did you hear that? Set your mind and keep them set. Again, that speaks to you being deliberate. That th- that speaks to you being purposeful. That thing that speaks to you being intentional about setting your mind, about getting that thought, about flipping that thought, about setting your resetting your mind on the word of God. So you have to not only set it, but you have to keep it set. That means there's work that you have to do continually to make sure that the thoughts of your mind are lining up with the word of God. And and watch this. Verse three says, for as far as this world is concerned, you have died in your new real life. Oh, glory to God is hidden with Christ in God. Glory to God. I love that. That scripture is just so exciting to me. So remember this, though. I, I want you to understand that renewing your mind is something that I, I like to say that a phrase that my pastor uses a lot. It's a wash, rinse and repeat process. So in other words, it's not it's not a one-time solution. What I'm telling you here now is just not something you're going to do one time and you'll be set for life. It's going to be a continual process because as long as we have an adversary, he's going to 
bring things to us and try to throw us off and discombobulate us and 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 again try to um, disengage us, get us separate from the word of God to frustrate us. But I want you to know that you have to do this over and over and over again. It's a lifestyle renewing your mind. Glory to God. And remember to renew your mind, you're going to have to know what to renew it with and to know what to renew it with. That means you're going to have to get into the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's recap this. So fuel point number one, remember, we're going to have to recognize. So in other words, think about what you're thinking about. Recognize what you're thinking about. Fuel point number two, replace. And these are practical things you can do. You replace it. Once you recognize that there are thoughts that are not in alignment with the word, don't just keep thinking about that. Replace it. Flip that thought or exchange that thought. And then fuel point number three, reset your mind. Glory to God. Don't keep it set. Don't keep your mind going in the same course, right? Change course by resetting your mind on the word of God. And listen, I'm going to read that quote one more time before we pray. The quote I read when we first started at the onset of the uh, podcast, watch your thoughts. They become your words. Watch your words. They become your actions. Watch your actions. They become your habits. Watch your habits. They become your character and watch your character. It becomes your destiny. Oh, glory to God. So remember, recognize what you're thinking about, replace what you're thinking about, and then reset your mind. Glory to God in the word of God. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for all um, uh, your precious people that are watching me right now. You love them so much and you have such an amazing plan for their lives. God, my prayer today is that you would encourage them to go after your word. God, give them a passion to go after your word and have a love for your word because God in them knowing your word they will know what you say about them they will know what you say inside of the word about their uh, their situation every circumstance God you have an answer inside of your word and Lord God they're just not at the mercy of their thoughts Lord God but they can let them know Lord God that they can shift their thoughts and they can uh, pay attention to what they th- they're thinking about and they can replace those thoughts and they can reset their mind in your word of God oh God I thank you Lord God that your people watching will begin to put boots to the ground inside of the word of God and they will begin to walk out a a life of victorious overcoming because you made them to be overcomers as they renew their mind in the word of God. Bless your people today. Encourage them and strengthen them. Oh God, blow them a kiss, Father, and, and refresh their momentum as they continue, God, to advance the kingdom, even in the very thing that you've called them to do in the name of Jesus. Thank you. Amen. Oh, glory to God. Oh, I want you to uh, stay excited about the word and remember you got this. And listen, if this broadcast is this podcast is blessing you, make sure you share it with someone. Make sure you leave a comment. If there's an, uh, um, an opportunity for you to leave a comment, let let me know how much this is blessing you and encouraging you. Amen. But really share it with someone and let's let the world know that they can renew their mind. Let's let the world know that there is hope. There is victory inside of the word of God. Glory to God. Remember, again, you got this and we'll see you next time.